1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. t Kramer on, on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip How of the day. How
2: common do you think it is that people actually send anonymous letters? Letting somebody know information, but they don't want you to know it's them that's dropping the bomb. Right. We started talking yesterday. Uh, we got the update with "talk me out of it." Do you want to explain that situation really quick, just for those that weren't here?
3: Yeah. So anonymous found out that her husband's best friend was cheating on his pregnant pregnant wife. So she basically told her husband, "Listen, I'm going to give you a deadline. If you don't let her know about the affair, I will, and I'll do. I'll put an anonymous letter on her car and just tell her everything that I know."
2: Yeah, and she did. And we we don't know what happened. We have no idea. You know, what the letter did, was it gonna break them up, would it expose everything? We don't know. But obviously, the anonymous we talked to yesterday was saying, I, I let everything out. Yeah. Like every every detail was two, see, two pages typed or something mm-hmm, like that.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But it makes me kind of wonder, like, how now, like, how common is that that people would actually do that? Because we got this call shortly after Yesterday, listen.
5: Hi, um, I just listened to the radio about the letter the lady left on somebody's car. Yeah. I actually did that myself. Um, I found out that the guy I was seeing, and I knew he was seeing another girl, but I asked him, I was like, the first thing, is, first thing first, please don't double dip, don't have, like, relations with her and me in the same day. Right. And come to find out, I found out that he did this, so I sent the letter to her father. Oh, my God. About
2: what was going on. Wow. And so and
5: her uh, wh- father arrived at his doorstep and said, You will tell my daughter and you will never see my daughter again.
3: Wow. Good for you.
2: So, did you? how do you feel afterwards? That's what I'm trying to figure out. We could actually open the phone up right now 410 583 1065. If you've ever sent an anonymous letter, because you know it's got to be pretty dramatic if you're sending an anonymous letter. Something pretty big is going on here. Um, so, But he knew it was me. So he, he knew it was you. She did not know it was you. Um, you sent it to her father. Her dad ends up going over to his house. But what happened? Did he actually say something to her? How, what happened with the other woman?
5: The father of the other woman went right to the person's house, knocked on his door, and said, you will tell my daughter, and you will never see my daughter again. And he, they ended it right there, because he had no choice but to end it. Oh, yeah. so he and actually did together. it. Yeah, we stayed together. We stayed together for about maybe a week more, and then I left as well. I wow. couldn't handle it because there was another new girl brought in right then.
3: No, dang, he
5: was
2: rotating them out. <laughs> like, I'm
5: sorry, right. that's what happens when you live that kind of lifestyle. I guess so. yeah. There's always someone.
2: Dang man, so do you feel? Do you are you glad you wrote the anonymous letter?
5: Absolutely. Yeah. Why would if, if your body was desecrated, your home was desecrated like that, and because she went, he went to her home. And your body was desecrated like that. I would want to know personally. Okay. If, were they married? With... Were they married? No, 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 no. no. He okay. was dating. He was. I was with him since like 2019. Uh-huh. Okay. And she had just met him.
3: Oh, so you were like, oh, new I'm new. not going to let this girl get caught up. Yeah. I get it. Good for you. I get it.
2: Well, thank you for that story, day. We appreciate it.
3: Yes, I just thought that was like a connective
5: personal story. So I was like, I was proud of that woman for telling.
2: So this is where I'm curious. How common is it for people in Maryland to send anonymous letter? 410-583-1065. Obviously, it doesn't have to be about infidelity. It could be about the stinky coworker that all of you guys were huddling and were like, somebody's got to tell her she stinks. And then you decide to send an anonymous letter because. Somebody had to let her know, you know?
3: Or you found out just some information at work or someone was doing something shady.
2: Possibly. If you've ever had to send an anonymous letter, we really want to hear that story. 410-583-1065. You've had to send an anonymous letter before, Siri. I have. Tell us a story.
5: I was living with a guy. He um, would leave me every now and then, tell me he had a business business meeting out of town. Right, right, (laughs) right. He would go see this girl. He actually met her here in Maryland, okay. but then she moved to Ohio. She was getting married to somebody else. <gasps> Wait, what? He left his laptop open, dummy. and he left the email open. What a dummy.
3: So the two of them were having an affair. She was about to get married, and so this yeah. was like her rendezvous before whatever? It, exactly, but it, they kept having it.
2: And what was your relationship with him? I was living with him. So he was your who? Who? He was my boyfriend. He was your boyfriend. Okay. Oh, wait. So yeah. she
3: gets married and they're still hooking up? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. But so, in, one of the e- in the email that he
5: had left open, it said that after she was married for a while, she was going to divorce him and take him for his money because he had a business. Oh,
3: wait. They were scheming? They were scheming her new <laughs> husband? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh hell no. So I bought a card. It was a sympathy card. Yeah. Yeah. I typed up a letter to the husband. To
2: the new okay. husband.
4: Yeah.
5: The Told him everything that was going on. Yeah. and I did not sign it. It was anonymous. Next thing I knew, my boyfriend emailed me. He says, congratulations, you did what you set out to do. I didn't think I hurt you that bad.
3: Oh what? F you. Excuse me. What? Exactly. Wait, okay, so Sherry, where did you stay with your ex-boyfriend to get more information? or once you found out, you guys broke up and then you sent the anonymous letter after? I sent it after. Okay. Wow!
2: Look at this man.
3: What I, a I piece wasn't, of crap. I wasn't around. Yeah. I can't stand people like that who basically no. dig their own grave, but then want to turn around, and manipulate, and be like, "I hope you're happy. You got what you wanted." Yeah, you know what? I am a lot. happy. <laughs> I am happy that I freaking exposed you. Thank you very much. I could have been so
2: rich by now, but thanks a lot. This guy. That's wow. That's good okay. for you. A good use of an anonymous letter, I do believe. You did good it, there.
3: Exactly.
2: Yeah. Thank you for that story today. All right, thank you. Y'all have a good day. You too. 410-583-1065. Hey, Ashley from Annapolis. Good morning. Good morning. You receive an anonymous letter.
4: I did. Okay. Um, um, I had been having marriage troubles and prayed and prayed one night. I was laying down with my baby girl and my email goes off and it's an anonymous letter from a quote-unquote Jack Johnson <laughs> saying that isn't he a guitarist then, Jack Johnson? Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay.
4: Yeah, um, knows that my husband's been having an affair and with a coworker. They've been seen coming in and out of broom closets. Oh wow! Um, everyone knows about it. Um, it was been going on for a long time. They thought it would stop when he got married, but it didn't. So oh, she just wow. really wanted to let me know. Um, I emailed back, of course, asking who was this and thank you for the information, but yeah. they never responded.
2: So, what do you do with that information then? Do you blindly um, go off and say him. this? You did confront him.
4: I did, yeah. And um what, of course, what, he denied it till he was blue in the face until yeah. I had solid uh, proof.
2: You were like, but uh, Jack Johnson said.
3: But you, but you had feelings, though, obviously, that something wasn't right. So when you saw this, this was almost your validation that that intuition was true. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah.
2: So then yep. what, what did you finally end up doing?
3: Oh, we
4: have, that was like four years ago. We're divorced now, and he is actually engaged and living with the person he was having an affair with. With old broom closet Betty over here? Yep.
3: She mm-hmm. was man. also married with three kids. Dang, wow. Dang. But after it's all said and done, Ashley, were you thankful that you got that anonymous email? Oh,
4: yeah. Absolutely.
2: It actually worked out well. Okay, that's good to hear. It's good to hear that side of the story, too. Thank you so much for calling us.
3: Thank
6: you. No problem. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and coverage match limited by state law
2: Now
3: Kramer and Jess Mornings on Mix 106.5 hey,
2: Yes it is Hello How are we feeling Everyone in the 410 The 443
3: oh, Wherever you are Wherever you're listening Good morning The
2: 667 Who am I forgetting
3: I don't know numbers
2: That's pretty much the top three Area codes right Am I forgetting anybody? Well, we, got,
3: we got listeners everywhere. We got a text from a 619 right here.
2: What's up, 619? But we
3: have focus on Maryland, baby.
2: That's what we're here to do this morning. What's going on, 6 o'clock club? How are you feeling? 410-583-1065. Text us. We just want to know who's up. What's going on? How's your morning? How you feeling? What's up, Jess?
3: Veronica. Good morning. Jim at USCG. Hello. Carol, the shuttle driver. Good morning. Darren, the flight attendant is here. Beautiful Beverly. Lori. Good morning. Stephanie in Nottingham. LG the sassy scientist. Terence is here. Stephanie Lynn. Jess R from Westminster. Nurse Amy in Columbia. Good morning. Monsi, our CRNA in Baltimore. Our kinder care lady is here in amber. Christine, good morning. and uh, and Happy birthday to your son. Kathy in Parkville is here. Annabelle and her mommy in Havre Grace. Francesca, the nurse, good morning. Jimmy and Tracy from Hopkins. Hello, Sherry from Severn. Hope Dope is here. Nick Sky, good morning. WB from Glen Burnie. And you guys, don't forget, if you haven't already, Hize has free coffee for you. And you can just text Hize to 20357 and you'll get a free cup of coffee. Just order it through the Hi's app.
2: Are you one of those people before you go on vacation, like a couple of weeks before you start to really hustle on the gym, hustle on your diet just to get bathing suit ready, especially if you're going somewhere warm? Are you typically like that, Jess?
3: Um, I don't, I guess... I already like our weeks are already boring. You know that. Yeah. I don't do no. I we eat boring food during the week. We go to the gym during the week. We have no fun during the week. So I feel like if I just keep that,
4: you're not
2: changing anything up right now. Jess and I are both going to Hawaii, separate places. (laughs) I know it's weird. We're kind of codependent like that.
3: I gave up sweets for Lent, but that was for Lent though. How's that going? You know it's going. Just like whatever. You seem miserable about that. Just like it's fine.
2: I, I, God bless everyone that does Lent. I can't give anything up for 40 days. Mm. I know myself. God bless you if you can do it, but nothing I can't do sweet. it. So um, what? What does that mean? Nothing sweet. Like no, like
3: no ice cream. Yeah. Like no, yeah, like no fun ice cream on the weekends. No, like sugary coffee drinks. Like nothing. Oh. So I'm just out here living, living my life.
2: And Easter is another month from now, pretty much. You got mm. another month of this to go. Mm. Think you'll make it?
3: Yes, I have to make it. Or what? Well, no, I mean, come on. I can make 40 days if, you know. <laughs> if Jesus, if Jesus can, You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. I can lay out the chocolate. <laughs> Praise the Lord.
2: That's impressive, man. How's Lent going for you? If you're doing the whole Lent thing, how's it working out for you? I, ne- I can never do it.
3: I said, you know, Jesus.
2: If Jesus could pull it off, what's your excuse? <laughs> 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 That's fine. I just, I can never do it. It's the same with like New Year's resolutions. I get three days in, I'm already screwed. So I'm like, man. Yeah. Yeah. No point on that. If you got one you want to share with us now, it's going 410 583 1065. Now.
5: Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city.
2: The Baltimore top three Three. with Jess.
3: Number three. March is National Women's History Month, so every day we're taking a moment to look at the way women have made the world a better place. And today, in 1933, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was born. Mm. RBG spent her legal career advocating for women's rights, earned her bachelor's degree in government from Cornell University in 1954, finishing first in her class. She was also the first female member of the prestigious Harvard Law Review. And then from Harvard, she transferred to Columbia Law School. She graduated and tied for first in her class, becoming the second female United States Supreme Court justice.
2: If you've never seen her documentary, have you seen it before, Jess?
3: No. What's it on?
2: Uh, I think it was actually a CNN documentary. I don't remember now. I saw it in the theaters. Uh, oh, she's just such it a, on,
3: it, was the yeah, it was big,
2: yeah, this is probably
3: when was this? five
2: years ago now, oh, okay. but she's such a G, like everything that she pulled off as a woman is like, holy hell.
3: There's a really beautiful, um, uh, uh, Memorial? What, uh why can't I think of it? Why can't I say the word? <laughs> just right doing your so hands, th- it's
2: like charades. The
3: uh, painting on the wall. Why can't I think of this word? Mural? Yes, murals. Oh, okay. so, sorry. In, um, in Annapolis. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's beautiful. So I was like, it's so early. Why, why I is this words coming you. to me? Didn't,
1: didn't Number
3: two. If you've been wondering why you're always tired, here is why. A new report found that 44.1% of Baltimore adults are sleep deprived. Out of all U.S. cities including included in this analysis, Baltimore has the 10th greatest share of adults getting less than seven hours of sleep per night. Sleep is one of the most important and fundamental components of health and wellness. So this, so being on this list is bad for us, you guys. Data was collected uh, collected on more than 250 cities, and to determine the most sleep deprived cities in the U.S., researchers calculated the proportion of adults who get less than the recommended minimum of seven hours of sleep in a typical 24-hour period. But only around two and three adults actually meet the CDC's recommendation of getting seven hours of sleep every night.
2: Who is getting seven hours of sleep?
3: Yeah. And I didn't even know that was like the recommendation. Like I don't even know how it's possible.
2: Like what is your life? Especially if you're part of the six o'clock club. Like what is your life? Cause what time do you go to bed? Like that what time do you fall asleep, Jess?
3: I know, see that's that's what sucks too.
2: I mean for us it's crazy. So, but I'm sure if you're up this is the same thing right now. So like what time do you actually what time do you, think you actually fall asleep on average?
3: Actually fall asleep yeah. maybe like nine thirty ish. And what
2: time do you did your alarm go off? Uh four. So you're getting six and a half hours?
3: Garage boy is of annoying because that fool just falls asleep immediately. I
2: hate this guy. You know,
3: like, and I'm like, like snoring, and within five seconds.
1: Yeah. Number one.
3: Tell me you're trying to get away from your girlfriend's ex without telling me you're trying to get away from your girlfriend's ex. Okay. The reports have been confirmed. Pete Davidson is going to space with Jeff Bezos. He will be part of the next Blue Origin mission that's set for next Wednesday, March twenty third. Davidson will not be alone in his space adventures and will join five others. And this will be the New Shepherds Program's uh, fourth human flight. Pete is not the first celeb named to be on a Blue Origin space flight. William Shatner and Michael Strahan have also made that trip as well. The launch is set to take off at 9.30 a.m. from Launch Site 1 in West Texas. And then each astronaut on board of NS-20 will carry a postcard to space on behalf of Blue Origins Foundation. Club for Future. Club for the Future. His postcards to space programs give students access to space on Blue Origin rockets, and their mission is to inspire future generations to pursue career in STEM for the benefit of the Earth. So, obviously, Pete Davidson should be on this way. Why? Yeah, of
2: all people, why are we sending Pete? Now, imagine if the aliens take over that ship or something, and they're like, give us your, your strongest and your best, and we're like, take Pete. <laughs> He's a great representation of who we are. That
3: is so soon. Pete's like... Give me, uh, sign me up, sir. Next week, I'll uh, clear my calendar. Sounds I mean, perfect.
2: Anything's better than dealing with Kanye. This
3: is Justin. That was <laughs> your top three.
2: I'm. I'm curious if I'm a crazy dog dad or if you would have done the same thing. And I think even if you have a kid, you can put this in the same story and it makes sense, right? So I had to take my five-pound Chihuahua Kiki, my only my only child, <laughs> to the vet over the weekend to get some blood work done, right? And as I'm sitting there, they come out and they grab her and they hand me her paperwork to sign over. It's $230, by the way, for blood work for your dog. Just Ooh. adds up. A lot of money. So as I'm sitting there looking at her records, I realize that my dog, whose name is spelled K-I-K-I- on their sheet is spelled Mm K-E-K-E. And for some reason that like get wildly under my skin, Mm -hmm. that somebody would have the audacity to spell my dog's name wrong. First off, who spells Kiki with an E?
3: Kiki Palmer.
2: Okay, other than Kiki Palmer. But she's like
3: pretty famous. I, I, I understand like the, you know, why it, someone would get, would get that messed up. But when it's like
2: your dog, when it's like your creature, so I you would put your kid in the same spot, I'm sure, and feel the same way. Like if your kid's name was spelled wrong on a form that, by the way, Makes no difference in the world. Okay. This is this is not like their school paperwork. This yeah, is yeah. not a birth certificate. This is a, like a doctor's matter. visit or like a vet visit. Yeah, they're
3: just trying to get her name down. Whatever.
2: I sat there for twenty whole minutes, and I felt so compelled that I need to walk back up to the front desk.
3: Oh man, you have to do that kind of stuff in the moment. This is twenty minutes later. And say, excuse me. That's hey, so listen. Lame. She's like, "What? I've seen seven dogs in the meantime. Sorry, who are you again? I'm <laughs> trying to do TV. my job. Like, come on."
2: Would you actually go back up and ask them to correct the spelling on something like that? Or does that make me just a crazy dog dad? Now, let me tell you, I do the same thing in other situations. Something else that gets under my skin as a dog owner and something that I always feel the need to correct people on is if somebody comes up to my female dog, Kiki, and refers to her as a boy. Oh, he's so cute. Oh my gosh. Isn't he just, how old is he? That's a good one. How old is he? Mm-hmm. Now, does it, does it matter Does it matter in those situations when you're just walking your dog down the street and somebody gets their gender wrong? It doesn't really matter. But for some reason, I feel more compelled than anything in my whole entire life to stop that person and say, "Um, actually, it's a girl. Okay, Mm -hmm. like, that's my dog, so please get it right. The same thing with the name. I felt so compelled to actually walk up to the vet and be like, okay, I know this is not important. Yes. But can you please just change my dog's name in your records to go back to K-I-K-I, the way it's spelled on her birth certificate? Okay. <laughs> would you have gone that far or would you have let it go? Because it was driving me nuts. Now, I'll tell you what. I walked out of that vet. I didn't say a word. Uh-huh. But here it is. It's three days later. This and I,
3: was three days ago? And I
2: still kind of want to up back in there and be like, excuse me, I know it's not the highest of importances. Yeah. But could you please just, just change it just so that it is correct? Mm-hmm. Would that bother you enough, Jess, if you had a pet- or a kid, it's not that important. It's a chart. I get it.
3: Well, no. If, if if it's just like a chart, you know, and like you're saying right now, it's not important. I think in the moment you say something, but like to go back three days later and be like, hey... You know? That's a
2: crazy person that Yeah, point.
3: I mean, it's just like when you go to, like, a coffee shop or you get a smoothie and they put your name wrong on the cup. Like, is it annoying? Yeah, but is it going to, like, change your life? And should it, like, ruin the rest of your life? No, like, get over <laughs> that it. That
2: would be a great example. Now, imagine you went to, you Cause know. Because
3: people, are they're working fast. You yes. know what I mean? Okay,
2: I got it. So, here's the problem. I realize now there's no way I can ever go back and change it because. You got to speak up in the I've moment. Been, I've been going to this vet now for a year and a half. Oh. What am I supposed to do? Wait, what do I you just, mean? I just never realized that's how they spelled it on the chart.
3: Oh, they've been spelling it that way this whole time. I, so it's your bad that you haven't been paying attention.
2: I just haven't realized it until now. That's I your bad. You weren't paying feel attention. Like I'm walking into crazy person territory. A year and a half too late, my far. friend. Okay, I, I should have listened to you. You guys always have the best advice. Why I decided to go rogue on this, I have no idea. Mm. But I don't even know how to save it at this point. I don't even know the next move. After how awkward this text conversation got. In case you haven't been here the last couple of weeks, I've uh, been talking to a young lady who lives in Towson. They call her Towson Tabby. It's not a real name, but it rhymes. And dating apps are so weird, I'm kind of burnt out with them. So I've been kind of using you as a crowdsourcing idea of how to move this conversation along. We got stuck on cookies for a long time, and I was like, I don't know what to do. Last week, I was telling you, I'm over the cookie talk. Can I ask her on a date? And you guys said, yeah, just find a way to wrap cookies into like a asking her out conversation. It's been two weeks. Figure out how it goes.
3: Very simple. We gave you many, many things to say.
2: I felt very confident with that until the phones kept ringing. And then a lot of naysayers started calling in and being like, you don't even really know much about her. Do you really want to go sit and go get all dressed up? <laughs> like sit across from a stranger for an hour? And like waste your time if you don't even really know the
3: at a harmless cafe. Core basics. Daylight.
2: And I was like, that's a good point. I really don't. I'm so tired of endless, like, just pointless dates. I'm over it. Okay. So I decided not to ask her out yet.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I decided I was going to extend the conversation. So I went in with the dumbest thing to continue the conversation. And I said, I got to be honest. I don't even really eat cookies that much.
3: You said that in the combo.
2: It gets worse. I said I'm gluten free. Like, who's talking about their gluten intolerance? This is on the first couple of conversations. Why? This is not. This is not good. It's okay. Not good.
3: I mean, they make gluten-free cookies, <laughs> so it's not like you're talking about something impossible here.
2: We kept going back and forth, and I was asking like, "Is that a deal breaker? I hope it's not." It just—it's still kind of—it's like cute cutesy. We're fine. I asked more about her life. She tells me about her dog. I'm like, "Oh, great, dog." Now we get like an in, right? I'm like, "Oh my god, I have a dog too." Perfect. She's the love of my life. I realized, though, on the dating app, I can't send pictures on Hinge. You can't send pictures. Oh, good. So I said, I was going to send you a picture of my dog, but apparently the app won't let me.
3: Yeah, because because all the creep is always yeah, out which there.
2: should be that way. Yeah. Now, she responds back with, no problem. Why don't you just text me a picture? Perfect. Okay, That's now, nice. Now we're getting to number. You didn't
3: have to ask for her number. No, like She, my... she f- gave it to you <laughs> freely. This is no all effort there.
2: moving along nicely. Yeah. Okay. Here's where I screwed up. I don't have notifications on my phone for dating apps because I don't like to get distracted throughout the day. I only want to go to it when I'm there and I don't want to spend all day swiping and all that stuff, right?
3: Yeah.
2: All weekend, I've been dealing with this vertigo. I had my head last week. And so I've been, I was just kind of like down this weekend. Laying low. So I didn't actually see
3: that she gave you her number. That she gave me her number like three days ago. It was
2: literally three days. Ooh. Until last night, mm-hmm. so I see that and I'm like, oh god, that feels terrible. Like, imagine giving someone your number and they just don't hit you up, right? Yeah.
3: So, so your first reaction was to not say something in the chat, but just to text her immediately well, from the number.
2: I wanted to like ease that anxiety because I know what that feels like when you give someone your number and then like you're waiting to hear from them.
3: Yeah.
2: So last night, it what was what's the timestamp on that message?
3: Eight fifty three peak creep time if I may add. <laughs> just it to is, let you know it's not even cute time to text no, somebody. It's a creepy time to text somebody.
2: Jess, what do I say?
3: Kramer goes, I hope you're down for some good, gluten free, late night <laughs> chats side smiley face like a weirdo dude what is wrong with you first of all that can't be that cannot be the first text message you send to someone when she just sees a random number she doesn't see who you are (laughs) she doesn't know who you are you ghosted her for three days you're not top of mind it is basically 9 p.m peak creep hour (laughs) and you decide to send this poor girl this creepy ass message.
2: Hang on. There's a silver lining. She actually did respond. And Jess, what did she
0: say?
3: Who's this? <laughs> and then Kramer thinks it's a good idea to basically insult her and goes, I suppose you have many gluten-free chats, thinking face. <laughs> Way to go, dude. Honestly, I don't, we get, we, me, myself, and the entire state of Maryland gave you more than enough options, more than enough advice, you creep this girl out, and then you insult her at 9 p.m. in the evening?
2: Can I tell the worst part about this? So I'm I'm over here thinking I'm being cute, because reading back this morning, I'm feeling a little cringe. Yeah, that's cringe. The worst part about it after that, no response.
3: <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, you needed to be like, hey. Okay,
2: okay. so here's can the Can I tell
3: you what you should have done?
2: What can I the damage is done at this point? My question is this, because I in my head one of two things is happening. Why here.
3: did you insult her? Number That's one That's what I don't get with you. Why would you be creepy because and then like, follow up else, with the rude thing? Who else would
2: be texting you about gluten?
3: Sorry she's not thinking about the guy that ignored her for three days at nine <laughs> o'clock at night on a random Monday. So
2: I, I, here's the two things going through my head. Number one, she obviously sees it. She's over it. She's like, screw this guy. <laughs>
3: she's like, who has my number at nine o'clock at night?
2: Number two, could it possibly be the wrong number? Could she have given me the wrong number on Hinge? And so, do I need to go back to Hinge now and be like, hey, I text you and I got this?
3: I don't even know what to tell you anymore because you don't listen to us. So, live your life. <laughs>
2: Maybe she'll respond today. I don't know what you want from me. Maybe maybe there's hope. Listen, we're a little messy. You may feel a little messy at times, too. You know who's not messy? Kids. (laughs) They get their lives together. That's why on Tuesdays we turn to advice from a former (laughs) nine-year-old Abby. She's a nine-year-old
6: that's
5: really savvy. Just gets advice with dear Abby.
2: Mix 106.5. Is that what you call her former nine-year-old, Abby?
3: I just want... I feel like we can just let it do its thing, and then we can just reiterate the fact that she's actually 10. She's my niece. Uh, She just turned 10 a couple weeks... What? Barely a week ago. And I'm really close to my family. She lives in San Diego, California. And Abby just feels like it's her obligation to tell all of us in our family what to do with our lives, and I'm the only one that just chooses to record it. So, this week is... St. Patrick's Day, and I thought it would be interesting to ask her what I should do to increase my luckiness, because I don't think I'm a lucky person. Okay, let's check it. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? That's what I'm here for. Okay, so this week is St. Patrick's Day. So I want to know what you think people can do to become more lucky. Like, I don't think I'm a lucky person. I have never won anything. I see all these people and read in the news about all these people winning the lottery, and I have no idea how they do it. So what do you think brings people luck?
7: Okay, story time. When I was four, I went to the park, and I was looking in the clover patch, and I found a four-leaf clover on St. Patrick's Day. No, I you're lying. My, I, yeah, I'm not lying. I showed it to my uncle, and he went oh dang, that is a four-leaf clover. And ever since then, I've always been able to find a four-leaf clover anywhere. You're lying! I've never seen a four-leaf clover in my life. Are you kidding me? Literally, if I go up to Baltimore, find a clover patch, I will give you one. Because <laughs> actually, now I can now tell yes. certain types of patches. Mm-hmm. The patches that have like a lot that are like kind of sprouting out don't mm-hmm. really have wouldn't really have a four-leaf clover. Okay. The ones that are smaller and more scattered out usually have a four-leaf clover. So, I don't really know any other <laughs> ones.
3: <laughs> okay. Basically, we just have to look for a four-leaf clover on St. Patrick's Stairs sometime this week, basically. Yeah. All right. Thanks, girl. Love ya. Mm-hmm. And you. And guys, you guys can watch that entire conversation, She's Out of Control, on our Instagram and our Facebook. Just search at Kramer and Jess.
2: You don't believe in good luck charms, do you? Yeah, I do. You really think those exist? Like, I believe Abby. Like, le- legitimately? Now, at nine, I think I believed in things like four-leaf clovers as well.
3: I don't know. Abby's the smartest person i know, and If she tells me, I need to find a four-leaf clover, I'm going to be looking this week. I've never met
2: an adult that's had a legitimate good luck charm.
3: I've it- never even seen one. And I was telling Garage Boy this last night. I'm like, have you seen a four-leaf clover? And he's like, yeah. But and I'm not- like, why the hell have I not seen one in my 28 years of life? I found one. I I've never found
2: one look at my life Jess didn't turn out too great okay. Well, messy
3: <laughs> okay
2: do you do you swear by a good l- I'd like to actually talk to people it doesn't have to be a four leaf clover I've just never met an adult that's been able to convince me that they have a good luck charm of some good sort luck charm. of any of any sorts mm-hmm. it's like I feel like it's a kid thing and a kid thing only I've never met an adult that's like I swear you have this
3: one item that I need this- with me when I do XYZ yeah. and
2: if I did maybe one time you didn't have that item yeah and something went the wrong way if you want to prove to us that you actually have a good luck. If we don't get one call, we have to assume that it's just a kid thing. We're going to move on. No. But if you're an adult that says, listen, I can prove to you that like a, a good luck charm is a real thing and it exists and it works for me. Maryland's population, 6.2 million people, Jess. Not one call of anybody in this whole entire state that swears that they have a good luck charm. We just did Dear Abby a couple seconds ago. It's Jess's niece, Abby, who's 10. And she said the best way to get better luck is to have a good luck charm, like a four-leaf clover, right? Right,
3: and apparently it's very easy for her to find them, and she finds them all the time. Yeah,
2: it should be that easy. I feel like when you're a kid, it's that easy. I've never met an adult that swears they have a good luck charm. And a couple people have called in, but no one in factual, and 6.2 million people in the whole entire state, swear they have one object. That brings them good luck.
3: That they keep with them at all, at all times.
2: Somebody called in about a bingo hall. What
3: yeah. was that story? Apparently, like a lot of people at the bingo hall have a bunch of stuff that they like they won't play unless they have their lucky charm.
2: I need a first hand story. If we don't get anybody, we just have to assume that it's just like a kid make believe thing. You know, like thinking back, Jess. I used to <laughs> this is so grotesque to me now thinking about it. I used to carry around what I thought was a, a lucky rabbit's foot. Now, right? Is it real? Uh, yeah, it was like a real rabbit's foot. Oh. And I got it at like a book fair at school. Oh. And they were just selling Shout it, Shout out right? book
3: fairs, yeah. And it was a
2: keychain. You could like put it on your stuff. But yeah. I, I literally thought that brought me good luck. But then, of course, I grew up and I'm an adult now. And I think that's kind of gross and weird to be carrying around an animal's foot mm-hmm. on your backpack.
3: I mean, I always have like certain stones with me in my backpack in my car.
2: Do you swear by them, though? Do you think they actually, those stones actually bring you good luck?
3: I feel like I just I don't feel comfortable if I don't have them with me I feel like I I just feel better when I have them okay and they like they're obviously all different for different energy and different vibes and help with different things but not but like luck like keep them but not luck I guess no not I, like deliberately like I need this in order to like I don't know
2: win the lottery right win bingo today mm-hmm. we can't find one adult in Maryland that says they have a good luck charm now now
1: now these
5: are the top three trending in the, city. the Baltimore
3: Top 3, three. with Jess. Number three. Newsweek just came out with their third annual list of world's best hospitals. And one Baltimore hospital has made the list. The list looked at 2,200 hospitals across 27 countries. And the global top 150 list is dominated by hospitals in the United States with 33 overall. And half of the top 10 spots are made up of U.S. hospitals as well. And Johns Hopkins has made the list of the best hospitals hospitals in the world Yo. coming in at sixth place.
2: I went there for the first time on Friday. Um I didn't want to. It wasn't my by choice. It wasn't my, my fun reason. I hit my head and had to go in there for some physical therapy stuff. And it's cool. Yeah. Like it's like it is like a network. I've never like, been. Like you want, the, the energy inside that building is so I don't even know how to describe it.
3: You just know you're, like, in some place important. It's just, it's a, you feel very, like,
2: my life felt very unimportant in that moment. You know what I mean? Like, all these smart people walking around, these doctors, just getting stuff done. It was cool.
3: Number two. Lyft is the latest company to unveil a new fuel surcharge as businesses try to deal with skyrocketing gas prices nationwide. And following in the steps of its rival Uber, Lyft says the temporary charge is to help drivers deal with historically high gas prices. The ride share company says the fees will go to the drivers who are in charge of filling up their own tanks. Lyft didn't specify how much riders will pay, but Uber's new surcharge will cost an added 45 to 55 cents per trip. So Damn, just man. make sure you're aware of that. Remember
2: when Uber used to cost like six dollars no matter where you were going? Oh yeah. Those were the good old days. Like you it would be it would be unbelievably cheaper than taking a taxi. Which I haven't taken a taxi since Uber came out, but I just I get so shocked. I live in Fed Hill, and just going to the airport, which is ten minutes away, it's like thirty
3: bucks, mm-hmm. like thirty dollars. Yeah, it's forty bucks for us. So I don't even know how much that's going to be. Yeah, well now
2: with you know, and, and they're saying gas prices aren't really supposed to go down, like down, down for A quite while. some time. Yeah, you know. So number one,
3: Will Smith says infidelity has never taken place in his marriage. In case you missed it, he recently told Gail King on CBS Mornings that he and his wife Jada Pinkett Smith have never had infidelity in their marriage. Listen to what he has to say.
1: There's never been infidelity in our marriage.
3: Never been infidelity in our
1: marriage? Never. Jada and I talk about everything and we have never surprised one another with anything ever.
3: So, of course, that was not what was being said in July of 2020 when Jada admitted to an entanglement with August Alsina when she and Will were separated at the time. Will and Jada have been married since 1997 and shared 23-year-old Jaden and 21-year-old Willow. So the internet has kind of been debating back and forth about this recent interview that that's been released. But Will says what he says. I just
2: wonder how many relationships are actually like this.
3: Yeah, it's not infidelity if it's open.
2: You know? But I'm just curious how common that is to have a completely open relationship. And you don't publicize. That's the thing. Is like you don't. I don't feel like we walk around. Like, guess what? My marriage, it's open, you know? But after, like, hearing their like, – last year and all this stuff broke and then, like, a bunch of different stories started to come out about different celebrities and their arrangements and everything like that. I'm just curious, like, even with normal people. Like, how many people do you work with and you walk in every day and see and just expect them to have, like, this – Traditional situation,
3: because that's the idea you have in your head.
2: You just think it's what it must be,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but maybe it's not anymore. I don't know. That that when Will and Jada started going into the whole open thing, I'm like, maybe this is more common than we realize. You know,
3: this is Justin. That was your top three. Let's figure out if Jess is
2: overanalyzing a comment that her boyfriend's mom made about her. Now, I don't know this story. I don't. I, I said, wait till we go on the air because I'm mm-hmm. really curious how this whole thing went down.
3: So yesterday, Garage Boy comes up to me and tells me that after getting off of the phone with his mom, his mom asked him if I don't like it when she buys me gifts. And I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, "He she, she wanted me, he, she was asking me if like, you don't like it when she does that for you. And I immediately got insecure because I'm like, what have I done? Have I said anything? You know, and when she has gotten me stuff, like when we went to Alaska, she was so gracious and so kind. And she would buy me random things. And every time I'd be like, are you sure? Like, you don't have to do that. And you what know? kind of stuff
2: are we talking? We said buy you gifts. Like and an
3: expensive it- jacket, an expensive purse, an expensive backpack, like all of these types of like really... When you
2: say expensive, give me a dollar amount just so we have an idea. It was about like a coach
3: charged. backpack. So, like, I don't, I mean... See, well, maybe? that's the thing. I don't even know what that costs because I don't got that Damn. kind of money. And I don't shop like that. I've never shopped like that. I've never grown up having brand, like, name brand things. So she's just out swiping. So when she, when she would do that for me, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I... And I've never been, like, I've always been taught, like, you don't ask. Like, you don't, like, you know what I mean? So I think I wasn't sure if she was taking me being uncomfortable as that, but then I was thinking about it, and I'm like... Did she ask him that because she hasn't seen any pictures of me with any of the things that she's gotten me?
2: So out of nowhere, this comment comes out. No, they're not talking about gifts at all.
7: This
3: comes out of nowhere, left field. Like at like they're you know catching up, blah blah blah. And she's like, does Jessica not like it when I buy her things? Because I have been like racking my brain about this ever since he said this to me yesterday. I'm like, have I been disrespectful? Have I done this? And then I was like, wait a minute, is it because like she hasn't seen me in anything? So now she's assuming that like i don't like any of it and then i'm like is this going to be one of those situations oh, where boy. like you you when your in-laws get you something they get you a painting they get you something they get you a chair you better put it out whether you use it or not because if it's not out then they're going to get upset you mm. know what i'm saying moment of
2: honesty between us friends here do you like the stuff that she gets you yes all of it yeah okay so it's not that's we can take that off the table yeah okay yeah. so why is it not in pictures then
3: well, because the only thing that I know that she follows me on would be Facebook. Yeah. And I don't I don't post on there like I do on Instagram. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm rarely. It's just not something I use, you know? Right. And I'm just wondering if maybe she's, like, been, like, looking at things that we've done. And she's like, I don't see the purse. I don't see the jacket. And am I being disrespectful? Or, like, is that something I need to do?
2: Okay. Could be that. Could also be the fact. Have you done anything to show your appreciation for these gifts? Like oh, have, you, have yeah. you sent her like a thank you letter or a text or anything like, cause maybe because of her love language maybe like a words of affirmation. She just maybe yeah. wants to receive. Yeah some type of something. I'd
3: even think about sending like a thank you letter but like or, or a thank you note or anything, but like when she's, anytime she's ever done that or anytime she's ever sent us anything, I'm just like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like you did not have to do, like like the, I'm like annoying about it, like the rest of the day. Girl, you know if, what I mean? If you're
2: over here, let me tell you this right now. If you're over here getting coach bags, <laughs> like it ain't nothing, you better turn up whatever it is she needs.
3: Well, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> wrong. You better
2: you better put one one big picture there, that they think she's ever bought you on the main feed.